0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Amen. Please be
0: seated. In his poem, Ask Me, William Stafford has a line that I have tucked away in my pocket. And it's one of those lines that seem to find me exactly when I need it. Ask me whether what I have done is my life. It is haunting in its simplicity. Every time I revisit this poem I am reminded of the common impulse to brush aside this sort of poetic wandering because of course what I have done is my life. But it's the way in which he phrases it so that the question is not about the things with which you have filled your life but your life itself. Ask me whether what I have done is my life. For most of us, we very often want our lives to be more than the things in our homes or the clothings we wear or even the jobs we hold. These are obviously part of who we are, but are they our life? Yesterday, here at the church, we had the funerals for Pat Waddington and Jane Coleman. And as family and friends smiled and milled around about each other, stories of these women and their lives were told. Photos from across the decades of their lives scrolled by, each one with its own story. These were the sorts of stories that the writer of 1 Timothy describes as the treasure of a good foundation for the future. It is not lost on me that in a little over 24 hours we will have had two funerals and a baptism in this holy space. Today we welcome Elise Gilbert into the household of God. And it's especially not lost on me that baby Elise begins her life of faith upon the good foundation that Pat and Jane helped cultivate in this congregation over their 93 and 87 years of life. Throughout the history of Christianity, the words from 1 Timothy have been read in spaces like this among people like us as a reminder that there are things that can pull us away from who we are called to be. The focus of the congregation for which Timothy was a leader seems to have slipped away from their baptismal call toward a fascination with wealth and status and power. And of course we know that modern-day Christianity is not absolved of these sins either. It's a problem that perhaps it's easier to see in others or in other congregations or other denominations and perhaps harder to see for ourselves. Because the truth is, it might not be financial abundance for us or a sense of haughtiness for us. These things that creep in and pull us away from who we are called to be. It might be social sway. It might be feeling more entitled or more attuned to the world's problems that pulls us away from who we are called to be in our baptism. It might even look wholly unappealing, perhaps a deep sense that your brokenness is irredeemable or a fear that you do not need or deserve God's love and grace. The author of 1 Timothy, it seems, gathers us around these words to ask us, Is what you have done really your life? The author asks us this by pointing out the ways in which we can be pulled from this grounded center that we find at the baptismal font, the one that we will welcome Elise into today. The foundation that Pat and Jane and all the saints before them worked so hard to build. But in pointing out all the ways in which love, the love of money or power, or the, even the love of self-loathing, this author, the author of First Timothy, casts a vision of good works and generosity and a capacity to share from God's abundance. And this, he says helps us to take hold of the life that really is life. We are called in our baptismal covenant not to just live a good life, but one that is really is life. God invites us into an authentic and full life that is built upon the foundations of those Christians gone before us. And we stand on our baptismal promises, which we will reaffirm alongside Elisa's parents and godparents today. And the question from this passage of scripture to me, this question before us, is not whether or not you love money or power or any earthly thing that will pass away, but rather, what sort of life are you living? Because for those of us who wear the name Christian, we are only truly living our authentic and fullest lives when we are following the way of love, when we let ourselves be shaped more by the cross than the world. On this day, we welcome Elise, and yesterday, we commemorated Jane and Pat, and in that vein, I ask all of you to work to recenter your baptismal call, to take seriously the promises that you will reaffirm when you respond, I will, with God's help. And I ask that we stand together upon the foundation of all the saints gone before us, so that with God's help, we can take hold of the life that really is life. Amen.